Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة Alhamdulillah. <coughs> 
وسلم وأنعم وأكرم وبارك على حبيبنا وشفيعنا وقرة عيوننا سيدنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه في الأولين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه في الآخرين اللهم صل وسلم وأنعم وأكرم وبارك عليه في الملأ الأعلى إلى يوم الدين يقول عز من قائل يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون اللهم اجعلنا منهم يا رب العالمين أوصي نفسي وإياكم بتقوى الله وبلزوم طاعته آناء الليل وأطراف النهار على الوجه الذي يرضيه عنا In the name of Allah, the gracious, the merciful, to him we belong and to him we shall return. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his infinite grace and boundless mercy to send an abundance of prayers and peace upon our most beloved messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased with us on this blessed day of Jumu'ah, to forgive our sins and our shortcomings, and to elevate the rank of this ummah, the ummah of la ilaha illallah, Muhammadun Rasulullah. And we ask you, Ya Allah, to bring ease, peace, serenity, tranquility to our brothers and sisters in Palestine. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring them an ease and a tranquility and a peace that is unparalleled in existence. Allahumma ameen, ya Rabbil Alameen. Brothers and sisters, one of the most beautiful qualities of our sacred tradition, this deen of Allah, al-Islam, is that it gives us such clarity. If you are a Muslim and you follow the true guidance of Allah and His Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, negotiating this world becomes a straight line. When Allah tells us about the messengership of our beloved Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, He says, "Inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashiran wa nadira wa da'iyan ila Allahi bi'idnihi wa sirajan munira." We have sent you, Ya Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, as a witness and as a mubashir, as one who brings glad tidings, and a warner and a caller to Allah by the permission of Allah, wasirajan munira, and a well-lit, illuminated source. Our, our messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is a guiding light. The Prophet ﷺ was sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rahmatan lil'alameen as a mercy to all of the worlds. Allahu waliyu ladhina amanu yukhrijuhum min al-dhulumati ila al-nur. Allah is the friend, the aid and the support of those who truly believe in Him. He exits them from the multitudes of darkness into manifest light. That's what the sacred tradition those who believe in La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah and follow in the footsteps of the Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam will receive. They will receive clarity. They will receive moral clarity. They'll know right from right, wrong from wrong, what's up is up, what's down is down. For a true believer, it's very clear. When Allah says that the Messenger Muhammad was sent as a mercy, he was sent to him as a mercy to everything. A mercy to your body, a mercy to your lands, a mercy to your heart, and a mercy to your mind. When you have Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa here, you know exactly how to think. You're never going to be like this. 
You'll never tremble for a moment. You'll never be skittish because you don't have to lie. A true believer doesn't have to lie, doesn't have to cheat, doesn't have to steal, doesn't have to bully. A believer does not have to do that. And that's one of the most beautiful qualities of our sacred tradition. And it's something that cannot be lost on us in this exact moment. Because we live in a time that is very Dajjalic, very Dajjalic in its nature, where reality has become obscured. From the rahmah of our Prophet وسلم, is that he told us about this time, that there will come a time, it is like the darkest part of the night. The darkest part of the night. Sanawat khadda'at. Deceitful years. That the truthful person will be considered a liar. And the known liar will be considered a truthful person. And the treacherous one will be considered trustworthy. You can entrust the treacherous one, the identifiably treacherous one. But the one who's Amin. The one who is tre- tre- trustworthy is considered treacherous. Is this not from the rahmah of our Prophet ﷺ to tell us about the reality of the human condition and what will transpire? That we will live in a day and age where it is the case, as it is today, where the truth is considered falsehood. And the falsehood is considered truth. And it can be very suffocating to negotiate that reality. When you're sitting there and you're choked right here, you're saying, it's so obvious. Is it not? It's so obvious. But for millions of people, it's not obvious. Subhanallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for hidayah always. And we seek refuge from Allah from ghafla and ghiwayah. We seek refuge in Allah from ever being heedless or misguided. Because it's an ailment that can afflict any human being. That the reality is one, but you see it in a very different way. But from the rahmah of our Prophet is that he gave us the sacred tradition. Not just to know how to think and perceive, and he tells us, he gives us insight. Be careful, there's going to come a time where the world is like this, and one plus one is not going to equal two anymore. But the Prophet also gives us exact guidance in the day-to-day existence of a believer about how to be morally upright. It's very easy for a true believer to always speak the truth. The true believer of Allah in his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam will always speak the truth. Allah says, Be upholders of justice, witnesses to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if it's over yourself or your parents or all of humanity. The believer has no moral problem We have no dissonance in our hearts and minds to say, my father was wrong. My mother is wrong. The Prophet himself said, if Fatima, law Fatima bintu Muhammad sarakat, if the daughter of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Fatima, he was speaking about his own daughter, if she were to steal, I would punish her. No questions asked. For the believer, the father of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, right is right, wrong is wrong. You can't bully a believer because the believer doesn't have any inconsistencies within them. You can't frazzle me because I'm dealing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If it is the case that my brother did wrong, 
I will be the first one to say he was wrong. If any Muslim does wrong and they claim to be Muslim, the believers have no problem saying that that Muslim was wrong. But you know what we have a problem with? Is when all you have are lies, propaganda, narratives that are so far removed from reality. That's it. There's no, you know, it's one thing that something happens. You come out and you put out the most egregious lie. And then you are supported by the international media and the international governmental apparatus to have that one completely fallacious lie go so high up that even the president of our own country is parroting those lies. That's chaotic. It's actually breathtakingly chaotic. A, no, a lie. And by the way, that's how everyone's emotions got excited the first days. 40 babies. Where's the 40 babies? Nothing. Now... In the Hawamish, in the peripheries, they're saying, unverified. Yes, salam. All those Akadib, the whole world got excited. They're killing the babies. They're raping the women. Zero verification. They didn't even wait a moment to try to verify. It's we got it. The engine is running. Push the narrative. Pump it out because we own it all. We own the airwaves. We own every government. Everyone's going to say the same thing. Subhanallah. But you know when it comes to the truly oppressed? The ones that for decades, every agency, every entity, the international court, the United Nations, every relief agency, every human rights agency, everyone has said that what the Palestinians are experiencing is genocide. Millions of corroborated reports, endless videos, endless narratives, endless stories for decade after decade. And no one will ever believe it. Subhanallah. You know what this shows you? Allah exists. Because it doesn't matter. They can keep on lying. That's what they do. Because you know, when you don't have a moral compass, and when you are morally bankrupt... And all you live in is lies and dissonance, then all you have is propaganda. All you can do is lie. All you can do is bully and threaten. Because you have no other leg to stand on. But the true believer, the follower of the prophets, it's always very clear. Truth is truth, falsehood is falsehood. Right is right, right, wrong is wrong. It's very simple for us. The Muslim, the true believer, never has to be skittish. Oh my God, but what are we going to say? We say, La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah. Present to me the facts. That's good, that's bad, that's right, that's wrong. Done deal. But when you, have, when you become morally corrupted and all you care about is self-preservation and your narrative and you spend billions of dollars, billions and billions to control politicians like puppets. We have New Jersey politicians saying that Muslims should feel guilty. What in the world are we talking about? Muslims should feel guilty? You haven't put Muslims already through enough hell over the past two decades plus? And you want to try to browbeat us and emotionally blackmail us? Feel guilty for what? 
We have been categorically innocent decade after decade, but still it's the same toxic agenda-driven narrative because that's all they have to stand on. And it's sad and it's unfortunate. And you know as a Muslim who was born and bred in this country, Wallahi al-Azim, I want to tell our politicians and I want to tell the media that's watching I want to tell everyone, my neighbors, co-workers, friends, the NBA. <laughs> Suddenly all these NBA players are pro-Israeli. Uh, when did you become pro-Israeli? What do you even know about Israel? You know nothing, but all you know is that there's a power telling you, speak. If you don't, your livelihood is threatened. They want to shame people today for even raising the flag of Palestine. They want to shame Muslim kids in our schools today to shame them you, you support Palestine you're a terrorist sympathizer same tactics different day the believer is not dumb the believer you know yaisna yaisna min al-khalq we don't we despair from creation we only trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I want our politicians I want our entire world around us to understand something you're on the wrong side of history. You're getting this all wrong once again. From the top to the bottom, all of you who are listening, all the media that are taking what I'm going to say, listen carefully. If you have any conscience in you, listen to what I'm going to tell you. You got it wrong in Vietnam. You got it wrong in the first Gulf War. You got it wrong in the war in Iraq. Over a million people killed innocently. Now we're saying on the peripheries, we may have gotten it wrong. There were no terrorists. There were no weapons of mass destruction. But in the process, millions of people uprooted, millions of people murdered. And once again, you're getting it wrong. Once again on the wrong side of history. Another day, same story. Wake up. You're better than this. Don't you claim to have a Judeo-Christian orientation in this country? Where is Jesus? Where is Moses in your life? How can you do this? How can you be on the same? Stop buckling under the pressure of a lobby that keeps on feeding you narratives. How can it be the first day the president of our country is spewing the lies? Do you know our president said he saw the video? There was no video. How can that be? It's sad. You know, and it's not just that the history books are going to look poorly on this moment. Wallahi, I have no doubt in my heart. Absolute confidence. And you know billion, 1.8 billion Muslims across the world. Absolute confidence. Unwavering certainty. The history books are going to get it right. They're going to say we, just another notch in what we did wrong. We allowed there to be a genocide in Palestine. An ethnic cleansing of an entire population. We allowed that. We funded it with our own tax, tax dollars. When every entity, they have broken every international law. Israel has operated like a tyrannical, despotic, bloodlusting, bloodthirsty machine. And it has been unwavering and unequivocal in its approach. Every video, every account, every statement, they are clear. These are dogs, human animals, whatever. We've heard it a thousand times over over the past many, many decades. And we still support this? Don't we have a conscience? Don't we, can't we wake up for a moment and think, what are we doing here? 
When our own ex-president Jimmy Carter says that this is worse than apartheid South Africa, when our brothers and sisters in Gaza are in a literal open-air prison, when right now every human rights grievance is happening, they are breaking every international law, they are facilitating a genocide, cutting off food, water, electricity, gas, everything, carpet bombing, they're engaged in war crimes right now. The same war crimes that our own politicians just a few months ago were saying, well, Russia is engaged in war crimes by the white phosphorus bombs. Why isn't Israel engaged in the same exact war crimes? Where's your consistency? Where's your morality? Have you sold your soul so badly that you're just going to be a puppet for whatever you're bullied to say? Wake up. The time will come. By the way, and if you know the time will not come, if you think that the time is not going to come in the dunya, wallahi, it will come in the akhirah. There is a day of judgment. Brothers and sisters, you think Allah does not see and know everything that's happening? Wallahi al-azim. La tahsabanna Allah ghafilan amma ya'mal al-zalimun. Don't think for a moment that Allah is heedless of what the oppressors are doing. Don't think for a second. Allah knows. Alim. He's all-knowing. He sees everything. He's ever watchful. When I see the whole world with all of its billions and trillions and trillions of dollars, with the media sources and the heads of state, everyone conspiring over a small piece of land this big. Isn't that remarkable? All of the world conspiring over a small plot of land this big. You know what that tells me? Wallahi Allah is with them and wallahi Allah loves them. Wallahi, Allah loves our brothers and sisters in Gaza. Wallahi, wallahi, He does. And He's with them. And He knows every single thing that's happening to them. And He's watching carefully as each one of those innocent children die because of this terroristic, bloodlusting, psychotic regime that all it cares about is ethnic cleansing. And that's according to their own accounts what they say about the Palestinian people and what they've been saying for decades. Allah knows what's happening. And it's not lost on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know what? What's clear, we know what has become very clear to me over this past week is that Palestine, Palestine is the moral conscious of this world, of all of its nations. Because it's like a litmus test. Who are you? It's interesting how suddenly the narratives. Suddenly, in some of the Arab countries that we've all been problem, have deep problems with their tatbiyah, suddenly they're starting to change their tune. What's happening? Today in Saudi in Saudi Arabia today, they allow the a'imma to make dua for Palestine. Why? What's happening? Why? Why? Because, see, it shakes up the moral core of societies. I'm not saying the regimes. Forget about the regimes. I'm talking about human, the people. The people wake up. In Al-Azhar today, massive protests in Egypt. All across the world, people, it's the moral conscience. It wakes people up. It asks you, who are you really? Because you're just, you're sitting one day, none the wiser, and then suddenly the next day you're at work. Where do you stand on Palestine-Israel? It awakens your moral conscience. Every single person of conscious, Muslim or non-Muslim, will say 100,000% the Palestinians are absolutely oppressed 
in their own lands. And the Israeli regime is 100% at fault, according to every international human rights agency and beyond. And for you to say that, it becomes a litmus test. Can I say that as a believer? Am I ready to say that? Am I going to stand up and seek the truth? Yes, be wise and speak with the best of words. We're not combative, maniacal, crazy people who get all wild, riled up. And No. It's the truth is the truth. And so you have to ask yourself, which side of history am I going to be on? And as Muslimin, being quiet is not an option. Don't sit there licking your wounds and, and protecting yourself and worried about your money and you know, subhanAllah, my mother, she talks to her family in Khan Yunus. I have, my mother has nieces who live in Khan Yunus, which is South Gaza. And my mother is talking to her this morning. And she said to my mother, she said, Very like naturally. This is subhanAllah, look at these giants. You know, she's, she's telling my mother, the people, all their homes are destroyed, so they're sitting in the street, drinking whatever last drops of water they have, sipping on some tea. But you know what the, the, those Palestinians are not doing? They're not like this. Because they have moral clarity. Sadiqeen they have nothing. They have nothing to account for. They didn't do anything wrong. They're pure. That's why Allah elevated their rank and chose them to be the moral conscious of the worlds. There's a reason why Allah chose them, because they're so pure, mashallah. But when you're not pure, and your whole apparatus is driven by lies and propaganda and agendas and narratives, and you have to sit there and send out messages and bully tactics and threaten people's jobs and threaten people's lives, and now trying to threaten Muslimin in our country, you better be careful. If you show support, you're going to be targeted. When that's all you have, then you know you're on the wrong side. You know you're not staying on any moral footing. We've always been taught how to deal with bullies. Bullies are the most insecure people. All bullies have is bully tactics. But confident people who have truth on their side, they will never waver in this dunya. And brothers and sisters, I want to close by making it very clear. The Muslim, the true believer, has to have 1,000% trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He is the best of planners. Allah knows what He's doing with His creation. This creation doesn't belong to us. Of course our hearts bleed. Of course we are saddened. Of course it breaks us to the core to see the oppression that's praying out. But this is not our creation. It belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What we have to do every single day is beg Allah to forgive us. Ya Rabbi, forgive us. I'm not worried about the people of Gaza. Allah, they are elevated in rank. I'm worried about us. Who are we as a people? Where is our moral consciousness? What is our ilaqa billahi subhanahu wa ta'ala? Of course, I want to see relief immediately. I want to see bloodshed ending immediately. And it must stop. And if our politicians want to continue to be our friends, then they better speak up and speak against this nonsense. We can't keep on having our politicians coming into our space and saying, we're your friends, and the next day, they're on an Israeli-funded trip 
to go over there and to shake hands and love and then come back and be our friends. That doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore for us. It's nonsense. So we will advocate and we will speak the truth. We will make dua. We will donate in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We will advocate. We will, do all of the, we will use all the means that Allah gave us to help and support our brothers and sisters. But in our heart of hearts, we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is controlling every single thing. And we trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He is al-razzaq dhul quwwatil mateen. That He, jalla fi ula, is the only one who gives sustenance. You know, they may have cut off all the means for water, food, gas, everything. But you know that sustenance never came through them. It only came from Allah. So Allah will sustain our brothers and sisters. From the means that you could never have fathomed of. Because Allah is the only one who's ar-razzaq. The believer, you can't threaten them with a stick and you can't dangle a carrot in front of them. They're not motivated by either. The believer is motivated by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahi al-azim. What everyone needs to know about the Muslim Ummah is that the only thing that moves us is ma yurdillah. Whatever is pleasing to Allah. You don't have to like us. You don't have to be with us or against us. That's not our tactic. Others, that's their tactic. You're with us or against us. That's not our tactic. We call to the way of Allah. All you have to do is convey the message. Brothers and sisters, one of the suffocating things is how can people, why are they not believing? Well, here are the reports and we sit there and we try to, we get all frazzled. But why are people not believing? Why are people on the complete wrong side? Brothers, if it's happened to the Prophet wasallam, it's going to happen to us. The Prophet wasallam came with the pure truth unequivocal, unadulterated truth. He was the most sincere, the perfect messenger, the perfect, our, our, you know, the, the perfect orator, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But the people still rejected him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And they tried to s- libel him and slander him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That's just what people who've lost their moral conscience do. I pray, brothers and sisters, that we will never lose our moral conscience. May we always be people that all we care about is the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We exist as the Prophet existed. What we care about and what we want is to be messengers of the Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We want to walk in the footsteps of Moses and Jesus because on the day of judgment, when people invoke these prophets, we want to have truly followed in their footsteps, not just leverage them as political pawns. We want to be true followers of Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Sayyiduna Isa, Sayyiduna Musa, Sayyiduna Ibrahim. That's what we want to be. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by His bountifulness and His omnipotence, may He use us for His cause. May He choose us and may He be pleased with us. May he forgive us for our shortcomings. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Inna alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inu wa nastaghfiruhu wa nastahdih wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa sayyi'ati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlil falan tajida lahu waliyan murshida. Brothers and sisters in closing 
when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about the believers, and the believers were told, that the people are gathered against you, so fear them. What did the believers say? What did the believers say? When we are told to be afraid, all that does, zadatuhum imana. It creases us in our faith, and we say Allah is sufficient for us, and He is the best of those to be relied upon. So brothers and sisters, on this blessed day of Jumu'ah, we only say hasbunallah wa ni'mal wakil. Hasbuna is with no one in this world except Allah. We rely on Allah, we trust in Allah, we love Allah, we fear Allah, we surrender to Allah, we obey Allah, and that's our existence on this earth. May we live by that reality, and may we die upon that reality. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our brothers and sisters in Gaza, protect our brothers and sisters in Palestine. May He bring them ease and relief and comfort. May He elevate their ranks. May He protect the innocent of those lands. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala beautify those lands with peace, with true peace, with prophetic peace. May He bring so much rahmah into the world. May He guide the hearts of the misguided and the minds of the misguided to see the errors of their ways. May we always be a people who uphold truth and justice. May we always be a people of ihsan, of excellence and beauty. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept those who have died as martyrs to be in the elevated ranks in the company of the prophets. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to end the oppression of those lands, to do away with the oppression of those lands, to, to, to show to show us and all of the world the magnificence of his ways Ya Allah, we all as believers who gathered in your house today we know that you are the only one who possesses the power of kun fayakun be and it is Faya Rabbi, by the power of kun fayakun arina fihim qudratik Ya Rabbi, Ya Kareem Ya Isna min al-khalq we have despaired in all of creation and we only trust in you and we only rely upon you. Ya Rabbi, we don't care what people have to say. We don't care about the lies, Ya Rabbi. We don't care about the narratives and the propaganda. We care about what you think of us. And if you love us. So we ask you to love us. Guide us and forgive us. Bless us and protect us. Grant us afia and wellness. All of this ummah, all of the suffering of this ummah across the world, bring them afia and ease, Ya Rabbi Alameen. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله استقيموا استووا الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين 
إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم first of all please share this this خطبة everybody share it as much as you can جزاك الله خير شيخ ياسر for every word you had 